the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Contending for the Faith with your host, Dr. Jerry Buckner. Tonight's program is a rebroadcast of a classic show from February 1997. In this episode, Gary and Dr. Buckner share a mock courtroom experience entitled, Will the Real Jesus Please Stand Up? It's 704 here at Life at 1100 KFAX, and good evening. Coming up next is Contending for the Faith with Dr. Jerry Buckner, and tonight the question will be asked, will the real Jesus stand up? Here's Gary Bell to tell you more with Contending for the Faith, where there's Life at 1100 KFAX. Good evening, and welcome to Contending for the Faith. A talk show hosted by Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Order. Order in the court. Plaintiff number one, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Please give the court your full name. My name is Jesus Christ. Plaintiff number two. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Please give the court your full name. My name is Jesus Christ. Plaintiff number three, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yeah, I do. Please give the court your full name. My name? My name, Jesus Christ. Now will the defendant rise? Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Will you please give this court your full name? I am Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have heard all three of the plaintiffs and the defendant claim to be Jesus Christ. Only one of them is telling the truth. After hearing the evidence provided by the plaintiffs and the defendant, it will be your solemn duty to decide who is telling the truth and have the real Jesus to please stand up. Stay tuned to find out the outcome of this important proceeding because we are not pretending we are contending for the faith 
Thank you, Gary. And I want to say good evening to all of our listening audience. I would like to welcome you to another edition of Contending for the Faith. I am your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we are very excited about our special program this evening. Gary, tonight we want to set up a court scenario this evening. The defendant here is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The plaintiffs is another Jesus. The judge presiding over the case is God. Each side will present their case to you, the jury. By comparing the two sides, the court can see just where the differences of opinion lies. Each side will produce evidences, either written documentation or given by witnesses in terms of testimony in an effort to show the truth in the case. After all of the evidences is in, the righteous judge, God, tells the jury about the rules of the law in the case. The rules of the law in this case are found in the Bible. Then the jury decides who is the real Jesus of historic Christianity, my friend. The jury's decision is called a verdict. And in this case, the evidence does demand a verdict. The court then gives a righteous judgment based on the verdict of the jury. So, the court is in session. Will you all stand? Will you all stand? Here before us this evening, we have the plaintiff, another Jesus, who is saying the defendant, Jesus Christ, is not the real Jesus of historic Christianity. The plaintiff presents his case. Number one, I am the Jesus of the nation of Islam. In a four-hour videotape of Farrakhan's 1994 Easter service sermon that was entitled The Crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the Imprisonment of Minister Louis Farrakhan, in his speech, Farrakhan says, quote, 75% of what you read in the Bible referring to Jesus is referring to a future man, and that the man who lived 2,000 years ago is considered a type, a sign of the real. Then Farrakhan goes on to say, quote, Jesus was not born in Bethlehem of Judea, but in Sanderville, Georgia, meaning Elijah Muhammad. Farrakhan identifies Elijah Muhammad and himself as Jesus. Farrakhan refers to himself as the one who died on the cross. He says, quote, I am hanging on the cross right now. I am on Calvary right now, and the more I suffer, the more our people are raised into consciousness. You don't have to look for Jesus, the Jesus of 2,000 years ago, I represent him. So the Jesus 
of the nation of Islam is Elijah Muhammad and Louis Farrakhan. The Jesus of the nation of Islam, you may be seated. Number two, will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Jehovah's Witnesses. I am the first and greatest creation of Jehovah God. My name is Michael the Archangel. I came to earth as a man and I died and rose as a spirit. I came back invisibly in 1914 and established my headquarters in Brooklyn, New York. I kid you not, I am the Jesus of the Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, you may be seated. Number three, will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Mormons. I was originally, before I came into the earth, the spirit brother of Lucifer. I am one God among a pantheon of gods, and all male Mormons who are baptized in the temple can become gods, and their wives can become goddesses, and now since 1978, blacks can become gods too. I am the Jesus of the Mormons. Okay. You can be seated as well. The court will take a short recess, and we will be back after these important messages. Hear ye, hear ye. This court is now back in session. We have just heard from the plaintiff's testimony on their <clears throat> on their testimony regarding that they are truly Jesus. Can we hear from Dr. Buckner once again? Yes, thank you, Gary. We are going to, to, to continue to hear from the plaintiffs, and we come to plaintiff number four. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony. I am the Jesus of the Christian scientists. I am not God in human form because I don't believe in matter. I am only a divine idea. I don't believe that Jesus and Christ are one in the same. I believe that Jesus is the man and Christ is the spiritual consciousness. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number five. Will the next Jesus stand and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Baha'is religion. I am one prophet among nine great manifestations of deities. And Baha'u'llah is the prophet today. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number six, will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Unification Church. I am only an extraordinary good man in whom his mistaken followers deify. I believe that all Jesus was is found in every religion. So Jesus is found in every religion, and that's where I'm at. You may be seated. 
Number seven, will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of Orthodox Islam. I am only a prophet who never died on the cross for your sins. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number eight, will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Holy Laughter Movement under the emotional teachings of Rodney Howard Brown. I am a Jesus that causes people to get drunk in the spirit and to get out of control through holy laughter, but I'm really confusing the people because it's really unholy laughter. Plaintiff number nine. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the word faith movement, taught by Kenneth Daddy Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, Fred Price, Paul Crouch, and many others. I teach people that I, Jesus, had a transformation in nature on the cross from divine to demonic. I teach people that I, Jesus, became a satanic being on the cross and had to die and go to hell to be born again. I kid you not, I am the Jesus of the word faith movement. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number 10. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the spiritist religion. I am an advanced medium in the sixth sphere of the Afro projection, wherever that's at. Sometimes I even get confused about that. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number 11. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of Scientology. I am only found through the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard and Dianetics. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number 12. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Boston Church of Christ. I teach my people that we are the only ones right, even when it comes to the use of the non-musical instruments in the church. I teach my people that they got to be baptized in my church and in my name only to be saved. Okay, you may be seated. Plaintiff number 13. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the Jesus only movement or the Jesus of the oneness Pentecostal movement. I teach that I am the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and that you got to speak in tongues and be baptized in the name of Jesus only in our church in order to be saved. Okay. You may be seated. Plaintiff number 14. Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? I am the Jesus of the New Age movement. I am only an avatar, a messenger, but I also teach people that they can become gods within themselves, little gods within themselves. Okay, you may be seated. 
Will the next Jesus stand up and give your testimony? Plaintiff number 15. I am the Jesus of the Moonies. I am not the son, S-O-N, but I am the moon, Sun Young Moon. You may be seated as well. Well, at this point, what we're going to do is bring the defendant. Will the defendant come forth and present your case? Yes, I am Jesus, the Jesus of historic Christianity. I was the one who stepped out on nothing, grabbed a handful of nothing, and threw it nowhere, and it became a universe. I was the one that based my testimony upon the resurrection because I'm the only one that came back from the dead and all of these other so-called religious leaders are just mere men. But I truly died and came back alive to give the entire world eternal life. I am, as it says, based upon the validity of the scriptures, John 14 and 6 says, I am the way, not one of many equally good ways, an aspect of the life, an aspect of the truth. I base my testimony and my life and my proof not only upon the miracles that I did, but I base that upon the fact of the testimony of scripture the scripture teaches in john 14 and 6 i am the way the truth and the life no one can come into the father unless they come through me i am the creator i created all of these other so-called men who are claiming to be me colossians chapter 1 speak of me as being the creator of all things John chapter 1 speaks of me as being the one who created all things. I'm God. John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says in verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I am the real God. I am the creator. I am the real Jesus. I am the way. The Bible teaches that there is no other way but me. It talks about in Jude 3 that the faith has been once and for all delivered unto the saints. We need no other revelation of all of these people because this, the Bible says the faith has been once and for all delivered unto the saints. One of my witnesses said in Acts 4 and 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved, but only through me. The word of God is truth. These other men have nothing to stand on. I'm called the 
Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I have the keys of both death and hell. I'm equal to the Father in nature. Revelation 1 and 8 speaks of the Father as being Alpha and Omega. And then Revelation 22 speaks of me being the first and last and the Alpha and Omega. Then Isaiah 44 and 6 says there's only one first and one last. You either have two firsts and two lasts, which is illogical redundancy and linguistic insanity, or you only have one first and one last. And I am that Alpha and Omega. Yes, I'm truly God. And when we come back from the commercial break, I will continue to demonstrate from Scripture that the Jesus of the Bible is truly God in human form and the only Savior of the world. This court will take a short recess and will reconvene after these important messages. Hear ye, hear ye. This court is now in session. We have heard the testimonies of the plaintiff and are in process of hearing the defendant's testimony regarding his claim to be the historic Jesus Christ. Dr. Buckner. Yes, we are presenting right now, Gary, the case. The plaintiffs have given their side. Now the defendant is giving his side. The scriptures, the Bible teaches that he is the real Jesus. And he is basing this upon the fact that John 8 and 58, I am before Abraham. Before Abraham was egoi me, I am the eternal God. And proof of this is that the Jews even would pick up stones to try to stone me because they were upset with the fact that I had the Septuagint, which is the Old Testament translated into Greek from Hebrew. And when they asked Moses, when Moses came before God and said, when I go before the children of Israel and they shall ask of me, what is your name? What shall I say unto them? And God said, Ehyah, Esher, Ehyah. I am that I am. And Jesus comes along and echoes those same words before Abraham was, I am, I am the true and living God. These other men who are claiming to be God, I created them. I created them. Yes, the Bible speaks of me in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 11 or verse 5 through 11 where it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. I'm equal with God because... I'm God. 
even though I came in the form of a man, I'm equal with God. And these men were created by not only God the Father, but God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. It goes on to say the testimony of me in verse 7, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. It is above all of these other so-called men who are claiming to be me. My name is above every name. Verse 10, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. That includes all of these men who are claiming to be me. Of things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yes, I am truly God the Creator, the Maker and Sustainer of all things, including even these men who are claiming to be me. I've warned the people over and over that many false Christs would come in my name claiming to be the Christ and would lead many astray. Paul speaks of me even in Colossians 2 and 9 where he says, For in him dwelleth not some, but in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Theotetosomatikos in Greek mean, meaning deity in flesh. For all of me dwell in the Father and vice versa. And none of these other men can say that. No other man can say that. Yes, what I laid aside in my humanity, I took up again in my resurrection. That's why I prayed in that high priestly prayer in John 17. Father, glorify me with the glory that I had with thee before the foundation of the world. And if I was not God, in Isaiah 48, it says Jehovah God would not give his glory to another. So indeed, I am the God of Holy Scripture. I am the creator of all things. I am the Jesus of the Bible. No other man can claim that. Even in John 20 and 28, Thomas, doubting Thomas, doubted who I was. He told the people that I was not resurrected. If you need a witness, you can go to doubting Thomas. And he doubted that I was the resurrected Lord. And when he saw me, he said, my Lord and my God. That's what he said. 
And we need to rejoice in that. Rejoice in the fact that I am the creator, preserver of all things. I am the one who was able to even say to the wind and the sea, peace be still, and it beckoned to my calling. No other man was able to walk on the water but me. No other leader could do that but the resurrected Lord. Do you know or have you ever heard of any of these men walking on the water and saying to the wind and the sea, peace be still? And they listen to what I have to say or what they have to say? Yes, I am the Lord of glory, the creator of all things. I am the one who not only died for the sins of the whole world, but I also resurrected myself up from the dead. None of these men could do that. If you need proof of that, then look at John 2 and 19 through 21. The scripture says that I even raised myself up from the dead. It says, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. That's a personal pronoun regarding the fact that I would raise myself up from the dead. And yet, I was not the only one that did it. But also, God the Father raised me up from the dead. In Galatians 1 and 1, it says God the Father raised him up from the dead. And then we learn in Romans 8 and 11 that the Holy Spirit also raised me up from the dead. My case rests right there, Judge. And I hope that you will look at the evidence, the Word of God. These men have nothing to stand on but their own desires and their own flesh and the influences of the enemy. But look at the word of God. Look at the proof of the fact that I am resurrected from the dead. And I hope that that will convict the world that I am the only savior of the world. The jury will take a short recess while they deliberate and make their decision. And this court will then hear their response. We will take a short recess, at which time we will hear the response of the jury. We will return after these important messages. This court is now in session. The jury has reached its decision. We, the people of the state of born-again believers, find the plaintiffs known as the Jesus of the kingdom of the cults guilty 
on all counts are perpetrating deception, misrepresenting the Jesus of the Bible, eisegeting the scriptures, and impersonating deity. We therefore have no recourse but to adhere to the mandates as laid down in the scripture and sentence the plaintiffs to eternal separation from the one true God and everlasting torment in the lake of fire. However, the law does state that if the plaintiffs do repent, said sentence will be suspended and life everlasting granted. We, the jury, find the defendant, Jesus Christ, to be the real Jesus of historic Christianity. Hey. Amen. 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 Will the real Jesus please stand up and be glorified as God in human form and the only Savior of the world? This court is now adjourned. We're going to hear from comments right now from the listening audience. We're going to go to Janet. Janet, welcome to Contending for the Faith and tonight's proceedings. Yes. Right. Thank you for holding. Okay, well, since the, uh, the jury has come to a conclusion, <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the question was to the plaintiffs, I was going to, I was going to ask them which one could walk on water. Well, that's a very good question. And if so, demonstrate it. Mm -hmm. So that was my, uh, that's what I wanted to address. Well, that's a very good question, and I tell you, it uh, shows that only Jesus Christ can do that, and they have no answer to that. So we really appreciate your comment around that. Is this your first time listening to Contending for the Faith? Uh, no, it isn't, but this is the first time calling. I have met you on the telephone. I called you once in regard to some problems I was having with my son, and you returned my call, and you gave me some input, which oh. I appreciate, and he's doing better. Well, what a blessing. We praise yes. God for that. And that was prior to you being on the station, so I'm proud to hear that you now are on the station constantly. Well, thank you so much, uh, okay. Janet. Janet. And we really appreciate your call and your wonderful comments and continue to pray for us and we'll do likewise and let some more people know about contending for the faith. I shall. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to go to our next caller, Don. Don, welcome for, to contending for the faith. Thank you. I, I did not even ask to be put on. But is this Dr. Buckner? Yes, this is Dr. Buckner now. Thank you, sir. Uh, an awesome program tonight. And, and I don't have a comment. I just have a question. Are, are you going to make a, a script of this available along with a, with a tape that uh, this message can be um, passed along into every church in America? Well, that is a very good point, and we do have um, audio tapes available uh, that people can purchase and uh, for each program that we do. And, and uh, so to answer your question with that, yes, and uh, I believe also a script will be uh, put together for this as well so that uh, we can get one to you and you can pass on to others and so forth. Uh, is this your first time tuning in? Uh, no, no, many, many nights, but my first, uh, my first call in. Well, we really appreciate your call in and um, and your wonderful uh, encouraging words because I tell you, uh, we are standing firm for the Lord 
Uh, we are committed to uh, who he is, and this is why we uh, painted this whole, uh, set up this whole scenario, because we really want to let people know that we are committed to uh, the, the real Jesus of uh, historic uh, Christianity. And you do an outstanding job, sir. Amen. I tell you, uh, what we will do is, uh, you know, in terms of our, our tapes, uh, they are available. We do... Uh, uh, send them out to people about seven dollars uh, per tape, and uh, we do um, have a newsletter as well uh, that we send out uh, along with the tape, so that you can see uh, the list of all of the other different um, resources that we have available. Continue to lift us up in prayer as well, because we need prayer around this program. God is greatly moving with it. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, sir. We really appreciate you. God bless you, and uh, keep praying for us. We will, and go do it. Okay, thank you. What an outstanding program, Dr. Buckner. I agree, Gary, and uh, I think the Lord, I believe the Lord used both of us here tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't think a lot of our callers were expecting all of this tonight, but we uh, always try to let the Lord use us. And, and I just want to encourage the listening audience out there, uh, some of you are uh, saying in your heart right now, I have been blessed, I have been touched. It's so important for us to hear from the listening audience. So we want to really encourage you to just pray for the spirit of boldness because the Lord has not given us the spirit of fear and, uh, you know, but the spirit of a sound mind and power, you know. So we need to really uh, take advantage of the power that's at our disposal. Maybe there's somebody out there who has really been uh, challenged and may disagree with what we're saying. Uh, well, we'd love to hear from you as well. Say, okay, I have a problem with you uh, talking about this uh, other Jesus, uh, the plaintiff Jesus, uh, and uh, I disagree with you. Um, but, and I don't agree with the, the Jesus of historic Christianity from the Bible. And so we want to hear from you as well, because uh, maybe um, uh, with your point of view, we can uh, dialogue with that and uh, discuss it and come up with a decision in the Lord around that. Maybe there's somebody out there who may be uh, confused and hurting and right now and you got a, a, a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister or a parent involved with the kingdom of the cults and you're saying lord jesus i need support i need i need uh, people like dr buckner and gary and others to to put their arms around me and the lord and to pray for me because you're hurting and maybe there may be a, something going on in your life that may be totally uh different from the topic tonight and there's been people call in and they've been hurting regarding their sons and their daughters into drugs and alcohol and various uh, immoral things. Uh, maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe uh, it's somebody in the church. Uh, but uh, we want to encourage you and uh, don't be ashamed of Jesus Christ because he'll be ashamed of you before his Father in heaven if you're not bold enough to stand firm for Jesus Christ. So we just want to minister to you tonight and so you can be uh, blessed as well as others who are listening can be blessed as well tonight. We are not pretending. We are contending for the faith.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.